another door Even angels bow before him What a mighty God If you know the testimonies I've been hearing Since, since that last weekend uh, You know, you don't know how I just want to really thank God One of the testimonies, uh, you know, Sam is here Praise God uh, he's been trusting God for his permanent residency. And one and a half years ago, two years ago, if Sam was told to climb Mount Kilimanjaro, he would have considered it easier to do than securing this. Because you know how the immigration has just been. You know how things have just you know, but on Saturday, during the praying and fasting, checked his mail, and he found the the the, the notification there. It just came to him. He wasn't even expecting it, you know. But it just came to him. What? Everybody say what? Amen. He said the time he came, he said, eh? You know? He came to him what? <laughs> oh, my, 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 my. Should I continue with all these testimonies? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. He said, Pastor, is oh, these people, this thing is really, they're really hard. These people, <laughs> but the hearts of kings and the hands of the Lord, and it turns it whithersoever you wish, or whithersoever he wishes, you know, that is the God that I serve. I said, that is the God that I serve. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is that okay? Oh. You've added a bit of weight. Nigeria must have done you some good. When did you get back? That's okay. Ah, then why, didn't, why haven't we seen you? Where did you disappear to? Okay, bless you. You're welcome in Jesus' name. Don't disappear again. Praise God. He's added a bit. You must have eaten a lot of pounded yam there. I looked. I wasn't sure whether you were the one. I looked again. I said, oh, Lord, I have seen eyes and, you know. I said, it must be him. Amen. Father, we want to thank you for today's. I just give you praise. I worship you. I adore you. All we want to do is to just say thank you. Where do we start from? Look at the things you have done for us. Look at how you started with us this year. The word, the blessing, the miracles, the breakthroughs. And this is just, I'm hearing you say this to me. This is just a taste. You are just saying, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, because even the young lion will suffer hunger. But those who wait on the Lord shall lack no good thing. All we have been seeing so far is just a taste. As we progress into the year, we'll have a bite. And then we'll have the main cause. And then suddenly we say, wow, 
We never expected that the year would turn out like this. And those who have laughed all at you will now start to laugh with you. And those who are saying, have spoken some things about you, they say, oh, come and see. Have you had what happened in the life of so and so and so? Even in the, in, in the city of refuge, have you heard? For your name will be magnified. Your name will be glorified. Your name will be exalted far above the heavens, far above the earth in this city, in our lives, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Holy Spirit, I just ask that you go ahead of me and minister to your people. Let there be transaction in the spirit. Let there be heart to heart. Oh, transaction this morning. Connect the hearts. Oh, Lord, my God, of your people to your hearts so that there will be heavenly download in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, well, I think children, you want to go to, yes, let's release the children. They want to go to, uh, you can go, uh, adults don't follow them. Children stay, I mean, sorry, you can, let's release the children to go. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Children can go. You go, yes. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Children can go to the children's church and adults will stay. Amen. Uh, praise the name of the Lord. Again, this morning, we'll be looking at key determinants. The key things that will determine how your 2019 will pan out. The key determinants or the key things that will determine how your 2019 will turn out. I call it the believer's workbook for 2019. Just a short recap. At the beginning of this year, I spoke to us. But the Lord has spoken to me that this is a year of what? Uh, some, some of us have forgotten. It's a year of what? It's a year of what? It's a year of what? It's a year of new things. And we're looking at Isaiah 43. No, and I started from 18. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19. That says, say for, do not what? Remember the former things. How can you experience new things if you keep on remembering the former things? Hello? I said, how can you experience new things when you keep on looking back? Somebody who is looking back like this, how much progress can, can the person make? And some of us are still remembering the former things. You're remembering the past hearts. You're still holding, I said, do you know the, this person, the way he, the person has been doing to me? Or the person, the way the person has been responding to me? Based on what happened years before. But if you want to experience the new, let go of the old. I'll repeat myself. If you want to experience the new, what do you do? 
Let go of the old. Let go of past hearts. Let go of past offenses. Amen. Let go. Talk to your neighbor and say, let go. Let go. go. It's a year of new things. Do not remember the former things. Nor consider the things of old. Amen. How many of us know that we don't write 2018 in this new year? If you are going to write a check to go and cash in the bank, do you put 10th of February 2018? If you write that, will they cash it for you? They will reject it and say, no, we're not going to take this. It's 2019. All things have passed away and all things have become new. Now let's go to 19. If you don't satisfy 18, you will disqualify yourself from verse 19. Verse 19 says, Behold, I will what? I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Amen. I will make a road in the wilderness. Wilderness is thick forest. And God says, I will create an expressway there just for you. Just for me. Amen. Not a path, but an expressway in the wilderness. I'll create rivers in the deserts. Amen. A desert is a very dry place. But God says, I'll create rivers in it. Praise the name of the Lord. How many of us are saying, I want this year to be a year of new things for me? How many of us are saying that? Then you need to now say to yourself, I'm letting go of the old. Say, I let go of the old. I let go of the old. And if somebody is not here, uh, maybe because the person has not been around or traveled or whatever, and the person returns and is talking about the old, say, no, 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 no. I've let go of the old. We've let go of the old. Help that person to let go of the old. Don't continue. Say, you know, say, no, I've let go of the old. I've let go of the old. Because it's a year of new things for me. Amen. He said, behold, I'll do a new thing. Number two, he says, and it's a year of what again? Uh, some people have, it's a year of what? Thank you, restoration. Only how many people still remember? One, two. All the others have forgotten. It's a year of restoration. How do you benefit from the word you have forgotten? Hello? It's a year of restoration. I will restore the years the locusts are eating, the caterpillar, the cankerworm, the palmerworm. I said, I will restore the years the locusts are eating. It's a year of restoration. Praise the name of the Lord. And then I now went ahead. I said, How do you ensure that you partake of this? Is number one, have an expectation. Have an expectation. When you have an expectation, expectation is a picture in your heart of the future you are expecting to have. Expectation is, 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 is a force of faith that lays hold on the future and brings it to the present. Expectation is such a powerful force it, it, that paints a picture in spite of your current experience. And you say, wow, I have an expectation that this is going to be a year of wonderful things for me, a year of new things for me, and I'm expecting it to happen. I'm not going to be discouraged or distracted by any other thing. Have an expectation. And God has promised us that the expectation of the righteous shall not be what? 
shall not be cut off. But today, I want to share with you another key. Key to experiencing these new things. And what is that? Is seek the Lord. Very, very simple. Seek the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 105. Seek the Lord. Psalm 105. Psalm 105 from verse number 1. Oh, what? Give thanks to the Lord. Isn't that what we've been doing at the beginning of this service? Thanking God for the new baby. Thanking God for the testimonies. Thanking God for what God has been doing. You know, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Give thanks. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Can you see there? Give thanks. Give thanks actually came first. Give thanks. Learn to give thanks. Somebody said, I don't have any reason to give thanks. That's not true. Everybody, you have a reason to be thankful. How about your life? How about provisions? How about God, God has, has kept you? Sometimes we look at what God has not done. And we are so focused on that. And we forget the ones that he has done. And the one that he's doing. It's a sing to him and sing psalms to him. Everybody should be able to sing to God. Sing psalms to him. Talk of what his wondrous works. Share his testimonies. Tell your children about his testimony. Don't. When God has done something for you, don't keep them. Share them with the church. Share them. Talk of his wondrous works. Verse number 3, it now says, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who rejoice, what? Seek the Lord. Verse number 4, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Verse number 3 again. Seek the Lord. Let the hearts of those who rejoice, what? What should they do? Let the hearts of those who want to rejoice. What should they do? And then verse number four now says, verse number five now, four now says, seek the Lord. Four, please. He said, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. What does it mean to seek the Lord? The word seek, is it present? Is it past? Is it what? Is it present continuous? The word seek. Who, who is very good with grammar? The word seek. What? Present word? Uh, no. It, the word seek is present tense. The word seeking is present continuous. And the seek there means that you seek him. You must, you must be seeking him when it's not something that, oh, pastor, you know, 10 years ago, how I used to pray. Oh, 20 years ago, we prayed down revival. I'm telling you, oh, we prayed down and this happened, that happened. God is not just the God of the past. God is also the God of what? The present. Do you remember one of the scriptures the scripture we put there? Jesus Christ, what? The same, yesterday, today, and what? And forever. So seeking the Lord must not be something that we did 20 years ago. 
or we did five years ago, or we even did last year. It must be what? Present. It must be something we are doing. That is why, thank God for last weekend, but you know, that's not going to be the last one. Again, in March, we're going to have another time of seeking the Lord. Another time of seeking the Lord. And we'll continue again. In fact, the way, one of the things that God has impressed on my heart that would de define our 2019 is to continuously seek him. Continuously seek the Lord. Continuously seek the Lord. Continuously seek the Lord. Amen. If you want to experience new things, and I believe I'm talking to people who are serious, not people who are joking, not people who are playing, people who are serious. If you want to experience an awesome 2019, a glorious 2019, then what do you do? Seek the Lord. When we say we are seeking the Lord, that is not the time you absent yourself from church. Hello, somebody. Praise God. Oh, Pastor, the reason is because, uh, you know, um, uh, my, my shift or whatever it is. If you can make a change, make a change and be there. Seek the Lord. The word seek is present. And that is why we will do it again. You know, we've done it with something that we'll continue to do. Let me take you to First, first Chronicles 16 verse 11. First Chronicles 16 verse 11. Because these are the things that will define what I'm talking about. First, what? First Chronicles 16, verse 11. What does it say? Seek the Lord and what? His strength. Seek his face forevermore. Can somebody give it to me in New American Standard Bible? New American Standard Bible. I like it there. Do you have New American Standard Bible? What does it say? New American Standard Bible. It says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face, what? Occasionally. Once in a while. Seek his face continually. So the seeking of the face of God must be what? Continuous. We're going to do it again in March. We're going to do it again in April. We're going to do it again in June. We're going to do it again in July. In July, we might have it for a three-day, half of the year again. And then we'll continue again. So every month, we are seeking the Lord. Every month, we are standing before him. Every month, we are pressing through. We are seeking the face of the Lord. We are seeking the face. We're not going to relax. We will not be on the defensive. We will not be, you know, we will not allow the thing to happen and we're not trying to correct them. We'll be on the offensive this year. Not just this year, continually be on the offensive. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Be on the offensive. You know, you don't seek the Lord when the message is going on and you are, we are reading, message, we are reading uh, alerts. That's not seeking the Lord. We don't seek the Lord if the message is going on and we are replying somebody's text. We're not seeking the Lord when the message is going on because, you know, sometimes we've received texts while the message is going on. Somebody's replying somebody's text. Somebody replying. And it's very difficult this day because everybody has have their phone. And you would think it's the Bible they are looking at. But no, it's a lot. Liverpool just defeated. Uh, eh? What was the score? Bam. And I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. 
Liverpool is defeating. Uh, no, you are not seeking the Lord. You are not serious. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And the moment pastor is moving close, quickly move it to another, uh, another one. No, it's not about me coming to see whether you are doing it. It's something between you and what? And the Lord. And when I say that, I'm not just joking with it because I've seen it. People don't know I've seen it. People looking at alerts. People looking at uh, news. Why the message? You are distracted. You are going to miss out. Seek the Lord continually. Seek the Lord continually. Seek his face continually. So number one thing is this. It must be what? It must be continuous. Number two, about seeking the Lord, it must be a conscious effort. You're not going to do it whenever it is convenient. It must be a conscious effort. First Chronicles 22 verse number 19. First Chronicles 22 verse number 19. What does it say? 22 verse number 19. It reads, and I quote, Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. To seek him is to continually seek him and then to set your mind. You set your mind. You make a deliberate choice. You make a conscious choice of fixing or focusing your attention on him. And if you are going to do that, you must take your attention away from some other things. How many of us know that it's never convenient to fast? Hello? Praise God. When you say you want to fast, then your stomach will be crying for food. I remember many years ago, when we were in fellowship in Nigeria, the president of the fellowship would declare fasting. And then he came to me in the office. He said, I must confess to you that I'm not really doing the fasting. I said, what happened? He said, I have a weakness. Whenever I smell the, the, the smell of egg and, egg and uh, yam and egg, He said, yeah, man, egg is a major weakness. I was going to fast, but my wife was preparing yam and egg for the children. And I said, oh, this yam and egg. Oh. Can you give me one? Just put some egg there. I said, but are you not the president? Are you not the... He said, oh, but yam and egg. Add more egg to it. I said, I mentioned his name. I will mention. I said, the Lord will help. The Lord will strengthen from this issue of yam and egg. But his own was yam and egg. What is your own? A determined to fast. Then you walk past KFC. Is it the smell of... Uh, or is it... What do, you, what do you call the other one? Huh? Something chicken. Markers or whatever, uh, uh, red roosters, hungry jack, hungry jack. <laughs> but your name is not Jack. We said this first, I was going to do it, but oh, I went past hungry jack 
And then before I, I looked at it, I didn't turn immediately. I looked first at continue. But the smear kept following me. I looked at continue. And I said, okay, pastor will understand. <laughs> and then you just turned in. You just ordered some chicken and then ordered the rest of it. That's what the Bible says. Set your mind. Make up your mind to do it. Set your mind to do it. To seek the, set your heart, set your soul to seek the Lord. Say, therefore, arise and build the sanctuary of the Lord God. Oh, we will arise and build the sanctuary this year in the name of Jesus. Set your heart and soul to seek the Lord. And then what will happen when we seek him? It will make a way for us to do things that we normally would not be able to do in our own strength. We'll build a sanctuary. You'll do things that will, that will outstand you even in your own life. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Set your mind. Turn to your neighbor and say, set your mind. Tell your neighbor and say, don't be distracted. Set your mind to seek the Lord. Amen. And praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And seeking the Lord involves what? Let's go back to that Psalm 105. It said, seek his face. Let's go back. Psalm 105, number, verse number 4. Verse number 4. It said, seek the Lord. Seek his face. What? Forevermore. Seek his face means that, seek his face. Did you notice that it didn't say seek his hands? What's the difference between seeking his face and seeking his hand? Seek his face. What is different between seeking his face and seeking his hand? Seeking his hand is seeking him for what God can do for you. But seeking his face is coming into his presence. When you say, I'm going to get into your face. I'm getting into your face. What is that? What have you done? You're already in that person's what? In face, and you're in the person's what? Presence. You've gotten into his space. God is saying, come into my space. Come into my presence. Seek my face. Why? Because many times you are asking for that which do not satisfy. And can I tell you, beggars ask for what does not satisfy. You are asking for a little car. You are asking for a little thing. And God is saying, come to me. Seek first my kingdom. I will add what? Every other thing to you. When God can do so much, and when God can show you how to get those things, why are you so satisfied with little? Why do you, you know, why? Oh, we don't know. I have a four-bedroom house. I have a four big thing or five or whatever it is that you have. And what God has actually planned for you is seven, is ten. But because of the little four, you are so excited about it. And you say, come to seek my face. I want to show you more. I want to give you more. Seek my face. Get into my presence. Get into my space. And while I was looking at that, it's the analogy the Lord gave me. You know the analogy the Lord gave me? Can I share with you? He said, get into his presence. He said, it's like he said, when somebody is in the kitchen, when a woman is in the kitchen or a man, anyone, and you are cooking. If you are cooking and you are putting spices and you are putting this, what eventually will start to come out of there? 
the aroma. And even after you finish cooking and you've now left the kitchen, what do you think will still, you will still carry about? The aroma. It said, when you spend time in my presence and you are seeking my face, you carry my aroma away from there. And do you know, in the presence of God, there's what? There's fullness of joy. And in his right hands are pleasures forevermore. Do you know that Satan cannot be where God is building? When you carry the aroma of his presence, one of the things that you will show is that the enemy cannot build around you because the aroma of his presence will remain with you. Sometimes it's the same thing like wearing a perfume. When you put on a perfume, and it's a very good perfume, I mean, uh, you know, uh, even after, after a while, and you walk past people, they say, hmm, that's a good perfume. Has it happened to you before? You know, I'm not saying you wear any. Somebody walked past you and said, that's a good perfume that has walked by. It's happened to me many times. You know, you are carrying the aroma of the, of the presence of the perfume that you have put on. Same thing with cooking. Same thing. You carry the thing. So God says, when you seek my face, you will carry my aroma. You carry my aroma. You carry my presence with you. You carry my presence with you. And do you know what will dominate the what dominates the presence? If you are carrying uh, the presence of uh, the aroma of spices, what would dominate that aroma? It's the smell of the spices you have used, isn't it? So when you are carrying the aroma of God's presence, what do you think would dominate it? Is angels, angelic presence. Because angelic presence is actually to signify the presence of God. Because you are with him and his presence will attract and the aroma will attract angels. You'll be carrying angels. Angels, you see more and more. And the answer to prayers is the ministry of angels. Ministry of angels. Things are not as difficult as sometimes we think. The issue is, what aroma are we carrying? What aroma do you carry? And the aroma you carry is determined by the one or the person you spend most of your time with. Oh, yes. If you spend time cooking all day, there's no way you just pass on. Hmm, uh -uh, you've been cooking all day, isn't it? And if you spend all your time among those who don't, who don't value God, who swear all the time, who, you also, he said, no, no way, it's just my friend. I can't be like them. No, you find yourself swearing too. You find yourself swearing because the friends you can't influence will influence you. Amen. That is why be careful who are your best friends. Somebody say, you know, sometimes church people they disappoint me. It's it's uh, my best friends are, you know, they don't even go to church. Ha! Ah, it's already a big trouble uh, because you carry some things from them you don't need for your future. Are you listening to me? The Bible says that evil communication corrupts what? Good manners. First Corinthians fifteen thirty-three. Evil communication. Show me your friends. Ah, you know it already. Show me your friends and I'll show you who you are. You know, the person, the one you spend most present will determine the aroma you will carry. 
So, but what are the benefits of this? Why? Why are we saying that seek the Lord? Why do, are we encouraging ourselves to seek the Lord? Why are we doing it? Uh, you know, I, I'm telling you, and I will show you some things this morning. Number one is this. When you seek the Lord, you'll be found by him. First Chronicles 28 verse 9. When you seek the Lord, you'll be found by him. The Bible says, First Chronicles 28 verse number 9. What does it say? Uh, I think technology is slow this morning. 29. It says, as for you, my son, Solomon, know the God of your father. How do you get to know the God of your father without serving him? Who is the person talking here? Without seeking him, sorry. Who is the person talking here? Who is the person talking here? Who is sure? Who is sure? Yes. David. It's David. He said, as for you, my son, Know the God of your father. The role of parents is to introduce the God, their God, to, the, to their children. No matter how tall your father is, you must grow your own height. Amen. One of the challenges that we've had in faith is the baton of faith is not being passed on to children. You know, he said, know the God of your father. His father was a very successful king of Israel. But he said, no, no, no. It's not just important for you to know me or to enjoy the success I have. You must know the God that I'm serving. And serving with a what? A loyal heart, with a willing mind. For the Lord is what? For the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intents of the thoughts. If you seek him, you will what? It will be found by you. But if you forsake him, it will cast you off forever. To, if you forsake him, say, don't talk to me. I don't have time for that. He will also what? He will move back. Because he's not going to force himself on you. Turn to your neighbor and say, seek the Lord. He said, if you seek him, it will what? It will be found by you. What does it mean? It will be found by you when you seek him. What does that mean? It will be found by you when you seek him. When you seek him. Okay, let's go to Hebrews chapter number, I mean, 11 verse number 6. When you find him, what happens? When you find God, seek him and it will be found by you. What happens when you find him? But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must what? Believe that he is, and that he is what? A rewarder of those who diligently seek him. What does, when God, how does he reward you? He will start to make available to you the desires of your heart. He will show you what to do. He will show you the steps to take. Because you are seeking him. He will lead you through the wilderness of this life. Suddenly what others are pursuing will start to pursue you. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. He will, he, he will, he will, he will just say, wow. For you, just say, this God, na helele. This God, na wire. This God is so good. 
you know why because when others are saying it's so hard he will be lifting you above the problems that is making it so hard for them he said i will reward you when you seek me when you seek me what occasionally when you seek me what once in a while when you declare three days praying and fasting once in january and that's it for the year when you seek me diligently. What does it mean to seek diligent? What's the meaning of the word diligent? What's the meaning of the word diligent? Hmm? What? Fervently. Fervently. To be diligent means to make all effort. Make all effort. Making all effort means that sometimes when it's not convenient, what do you do? Make the effort. Make all effort. Seek him diligently. Make all effort. He said, and I will reward you. Because God knows that many times things are not just going to be easy or convenient. Easy or convenient. He says, I will reward you. Oh, I say this, I stand here as God's servant, that if you will seek him diligently this year, the Lord himself will be your reward. The Lord himself will be your reward. And there's nothing that you are looking for that you can't find in him. Amen. And finally, to seek him means to wait upon the Lord. To wait upon the Lord. Let's go to, let's go to uh, Isaiah 40. Verse number 27. To seek him means to wait upon the Lord. Isaiah 40, verse number 31. Okay, from 27. Uh, 27 says, Why do you say, O what? O Jacob, and speak, O what? My way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God. What does Jacob mean? Jacob, what's the meaning of Jacob? Supplanter, and what again? Deceiver. This is, this is the man that is not born again. This is the man that does not know the Lord. This is the man who is a supplanter. This is the man who is a deceiver. And why do you speak, O Israel? Who, what does Israel mean? What does Israel mean? What? The nation? No, really. Father of many nations. That is, what is Abraham then? What is the meaning of Israel? Nation. What's the meaning of Israel? Now, Israel means one with power with God. One who has power with God. That's the meaning. This is the born-again believer. This is the believer who is working with God. This is the believer who is experiencing God. But do you know what? Even the one that is born again, and the one that is not born again, they are complaining the same way. My way is hidden from the Lord. My just claim is passed over by my God. How can we as a believer and the one that is not a believer be saying the same thing? What is the issue? What is the problem? Because... We are not seeking him as we ought to. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither what? 
faith, nor is what? Is understanding is what? Unsearchable. That's why you shouldn't compare yourself with another person. The way he answers somebody does not mean he will do the same thing in the same way for you. Amen. And delay is never denial. In fact, what I've discovered is that whenever you are going through a delay, it's because a special package is being put together for you. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, it gives power to who? The weak. To those who have no might, it increases strength when they come to him. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Because strength is one of the hallmarks of the youth. Youth have strength. Old people may be struggling to carry this one. A youth will just, ah. They have strength. He said, but those who will rely on their physical strength, they will realize that it's not by power. It's not by mind. But by my spirit, says the Lord. That is, that is what he's talking about there. He said, but those who wait on the Lord. Seeking him sometimes will require what? Waiting. How does one wait upon the Lord? How do you wait upon the Lord? How many of us have gone to, have eaten in a restaurant before? How many of us? Ah, only two people. How many of us? Uh, you know, now, I'm not talking about going for buffet. Because buffet is always cheap. $20, $25, everybody. $40. But sometimes when you go to some restaurants and then uh, they're always very expensive. They will, have, they will assign a waiter to your table and the man will, or the woman will wait. They will give you the menu and they will wait on you to decide what you want to eat. And they, and they said, if you ask them questions, I think you should try this. It's very nice. I think you should try that. But they are waiting on you. To wait upon the Lord is to sometimes come before him and wait. You are seeking his face. You don't, oh, I don't know what to do about this, but I'm waiting. I was praying yesterday, and the Lord said to me, he said, somebody made a particular choice. And he said, if the person had waited, I would have given the person a better choice. I won't go into details. But he said the person made a particular choice. He said if the person had waited, I would have given him a better choice. He said the choice he made was his choice. But he didn't wait to receive my choice. And is somebody here? Then wait to receive my choice. The person had waited. I will have given him. So, and what God is saying here is learn to just what sometimes be patient with him. Sometimes wait. He said, and when they wait, they will renew their strength. They will mount up their wings like the eagles. And they will run. They will not be weary. They will walk. They will not faint. You know, eagles don't fly. Eagles what? So, I want to encourage you. One of the things that has blessed me with the worship team is that on a monthly basis, they separate a day apart to wait, to pray, and to fast. And I'm seeing 
the things here. I'm seeing the way they minister. Number one, when you do that, you know what happens? You push Satan away. Because families that pray together, Satan will not have opportunity to come and say, do you know somebody? Uh, somebody, the way the person looked at you, he didn't look at you very well. He hey, didn't look at me very well. You are praying to push him away. You know, somebody didn't, uh, you know, uh, the person, all those little things, all those things that should not matter that we hold on to and we carry. Every month, they come together praying and fasting and waiting on God. It's a though that they will mount up their wings like the eagles. We all know that eagles don't fly. What do eagles do? They soar. How do they soar? They what? They, you know, one thing about the eagle is this. Oh, eagles number one. All other birds, everyone, they run away from storm. Whenever you have storms happening, all the birds take cover. They run, they hide. Because the storms will take them away. But the eagles love the storm. Why? Because the eagles have learned to take advantage of the storm to go high. And how does it do it? The eagle will lock its wing. So the storm cannot dislodge its wing. And then it will now take advantage of it to climb higher. And the Lord said to me, he said, there's something I want to show you about the eagle that you see. I said, yes, Lord. And he said, do you know what happens when the eagle climbs higher? The eagle also what, is able to see wider. And the eagle cannot see prey in where they are hiding, sometimes where they are. Because it's gone high. If you're here, you don't see what is happening around. If you go to the height of this building, you see what? More. If you go higher, you see what? You see more. He said, when you wait upon me, I will take you higher. And you can see better. And when you see better, you can make better choices. And make better decisions. You will not just be making decisions based on this. You make decisions based on what? I said, wow. He said, that is why I've called you to be ego, not chicken. Chickens don't, they can't go high. They don't go far. You have not been called as what? As chicken, you've been called as eagles. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't be flippant about taking major decisions of your life. Take time to seek the Lord. Not because somebody said this or somebody said that. Oh, no. Seek the Lord. And find out what exactly he's saying. Eagles don't eat dead meat. <laughs> Eagle is not hyena. Hyenas don't kill the steel. Eagles don't eat dead meat. They eat fresh meat. And how does that affect us as believers? The wages of sin is there. But the gift of God is eternal life. That means, what is it that will compromise your relationship with him? Don't go near it. Because it will affect you experiencing that gift that he has for you. Amen. 
praise the name of the Lord. You know, egos don't have multiple partners. They don't have what? They have only one partner until death. And after that, they look for another one. That means that they don't have four girlfriends at the same time. They don't have that. They don't have multiple partners. It's called faithfulness. Faithfulness. And the Lord now showed me this. He said, have you noticed that there are some animals that I kept on talking about in, in my world? I said, wow, that's true. He said, look at it. For example, you will not find the elephant ever mentioned in the Bible. Elephant? I've never seen elephant in the Bible. Why? Because there are characteristics of elephant that do not represent what the throne of God stands for. Number one, the elephant is big. His hallmark is strength. It's not by power. Number two, elephants don't forget. Elephants have a, they have a huge memory. If you offend, they will keep it for life. Elephants don't forget. They will keep it. They will hold it. They will hold it. And that is why the elephant can walk the same path for the next 40 years. They will never forget. Number three, the elephant is matriarchal. But the Bible is patriarchal. Do you understand that? The family of the elephant is led by the female. But God says the man is the head of the I said, but there's some, they represent me. For example, the eagle, for example, the lion. They represent me, the boldness, the petraca, and then they stay in family. That's why you don't find tiger also. They are lunars. God does not want lunars to stay in family. The church is a family. Amen? Wow. Because if you're alone, you're very vulnerable. It's not good for a man to be alone. That's not talking about marriage alone. That's just talking about everything. When you are always what? O-Y-O. On your own. On your own. But I'm not married yet. I'm the only one staying. That's why you have a church family. That's why you have friends. You should be interested in keeping covenant relationship. Because that's what our faith is all about. It's about covenant, not convenience. What we're celebrating today, we're dedicating this baby. But what we're celebrating is actually covenant. Two people who came together in covenant and then the fruit of that covenant. That's what we are celebrating today. Father, in the name of Jesus, I've shared with your people what you put in my heart. Key determinants 
You've told us to let go. You've told us about the family, how important it is. You've told us that we should seek you. You've told us that when we seek you, you will reward us. You've told us that when we seek you, take us higher and higher, we can see better, helping us to take better decisions. You've told us all of these things. Father, I present to you every brother, every sister, every family, every child here, the grace to wait, the grace to seek your face. The grace, O oh Lord my God, that when we declare a time of praying and fasting, when we declare a time of waiting, that none of us here will miss it. And in the name of Jesus, as we stand, as we wait, Lord, your reward will abound in our lives. In the name of Jesus. We come here to say it is not by power, it's not by mind. We can't do this in our strength. Hence, we are relying on you. And we just said, Lord, help us. This year, that indeed to be a year of new things, glorious things, powerful things, wonderful things, beautiful things, in Jesus' name. Not just for a few, but for many. Not just for many, but for all. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I want to thank you. I stand here as your servant and I declare over us that 2019 is our year of new things. I say it's your year of new things, new opportunities, new jobs, new businesses, new breakthroughs, new relationship in your work with God, new people, new families being added to us in Jesus' name. Everything that God has not planted in your life, they are completely rooted out. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will be your son. The Lord will be your shield. He will grant you grace and glory. No good thing shall be withheld from you. In the name of Jesus, you will not lack good things. In Jesus' name. I say, oh Lord my God, I speak increase over your life. In the name of Jesus. I speak strength into your inner man. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will increase your capacity to stand. In Jesus' name, you will not be dissuaded. You will not be dissuaded. You will not be discouraged. You will forge ahead, and God will forge ahead of you. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, I cover you with the blood of Jesus. I build the bloodline around you, around your family, around your children. You will not bury your children. In Jesus' name. And God will do for you this year. Exceedingly and abundantly and above. In the name of Jesus. And you will wait on God. You will wait on God. You will wait on God. In Jesus' name. You will seek the Lord. In Jesus' name. Your expectation will not be cut off. In the name of Jesus. It will not be cut off. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare open doors for you. I say the doors are open for you. Your strength may be small. No, his strength is not small. In the name of Jesus, I say doors are open for you. 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 In the name of Jesus. First of all, door, oh Lord, and increase in your work with him. In Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus, so shall it be. So shall it be. So shall it be. And everything that God has not planted in your life, in the name of Jesus, they are rooted out. They are rooted out. Everything that's not planted in your family, they are rooted out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We worship you. We adore you. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Can you?